Well, hello and welcome to the Get Local podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again today. As always, I'm Joanne Fowler, your host, and I am so excited to be in the 864 Sound uh, studio here in Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, we have a special guest with us today. We have Carrie Ray. I feel like she's a superstar, so I'm excited <laughs> to have a superstar in our studio today. So, Carrie, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. And thank you for our guests who are so faithful and join us each week, our listeners. So we're excited about that. Well, Carrie, um, you are one of those women-owned businesses that I like to bring into the studio and talk a little bit about your business. So uh, thank you again for coming in today. Yes, definitely. I'm excited about it. I'm excited for this opportunity to reach more people and obviously share more about women-owned businesses, especially right now while everybody's shopping. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's shopping. Well, I'm going to tell you, I went to your website, as I always do, and I was so inspired for how you got started. So I uh, know everybody may not go to your website right away. So can you take a few moments and tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got started? Who Who yes. is Carrie Ray Paints? So it's funny because I had an ad pop up in my feed. You know how they, they'll, they'll get you. And it was like, um, everybody tells you your whole life if you're stressed out to exercise. And that's just not me. <laughs> and this one said, if you're really stressed out, sometimes art can be a really good avenue to relieve some stress. And, you know, you should think about taking this painting class. And I was like, I don't know how to paint. And the only paint in my house is from my kids' crafts, you know. <laughs> But I was like, it can't hurt as bad as exercise, right? <laughs> right. And so, and so I took the class and I immediately just became obsessed. And it's funny because I posted things thinking, you know, this is, it's hard to do, but it's at least worth something to me. And people just loved it. And I was like, well, maybe I'm actually good at it too, you know? Oh. So it's kind of an accidental, now I'm in a business position, you know? Wow. Yeah. Now tell us, I saw your, in your story, how you got started. So you started painting and then what happened? I started posting the paintings and people started wanting to buy them. And then a lady reached out and asked me to be in her gallery right in downtown Rock Hill. And that's not a thing that happens. You go to galleries normally, which I didn't know that, but mm -hmm. people told me. Um, and then I had a lady reach out from uh, Bell Magazine, which is a women-owned uh, business here too, and wanted to, to feature me. And then a lady asked me to get in her storefront. And then another gallery reached out and it just started snowballing. And so I was like, Okay, so I still, you know, have my issues with imposter syndrome, but I thought <laughs> somebody is appreciating this stuff. So I just started selling it, you know, and donating. I donate a lot. Every time there's a gala or something for like a breast cancer awareness or anything like that around here, I donate a big painting for their auctions. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. So you're giving back to the community You 100% have to. Like, I feel like God blessed this endeavor every single step of the way. And even in the Bell Magazine article, she's like, what's one thing you want people to know? I, said, I want people to know that this is all God blessed, that Aww. this is not me. And that anytime somebody says, hey, is there any way you could help us out with this or whatever? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Because he helped me out. So yeah. you pay it forward, you know, pay it forward. I agree with that. And I think so many of the uh, local businesses and entrepreneurs who come in, they always say that, you yeah. know, they always say, look, this is what I've received and I want to help the next person along right. their journey. Right. Yes. So yes. I think that's fantastic. So now obviously you just started painting and all of a sudden your paint, your uh, portraits began to sell. Right. Yeah. So, so were you an artist as a child? No, you know, like, so my dad is an artist, and so I always kind of would doodle, you know, like you see a Garfield cartoon and you draw Garfield. I never created anything of my own. I did learn to do the hand-lettered calligraphy online when that was a phase, you mm -hmm. know, because I'm like a serial entrepreneur, <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. So I made some ornaments one year, but just to draw and create something out of my own mind, I had never done that. And so this was all brand new. And so when people liked it, I was like, are you sure? 
<laughs> are, are we sure we like it? I still think that today sometimes. But you, you not, it's not like a parent who says, oh, that's gorgeous. People actually paid you for it. Right. So that means they really liked it, Carrie. <laughs> right. At first I'm like, well, maybe it's because I have a lot of friends and I'm right. behind, you know, and they're just going to hang it in their closet. Yeah. But, you know, when you have a, an art gallery call you. I know. I mean, you know, that it, that means you're really good. That's what I keep saying. I'm trying. You're trying. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> so now tell us you have courses online. So I so do. you you were so excited about what happened to you that you decided to help other people yeah. jump start their their painting business, right? Well, so right now it's really big online to have a course if you know how something has blessed you or that you could help other people. So I thought, okay, I in 60 days, I made over $5,000 selling paintings by accident. I didn't have a website yet, nothing. I was just like, this is something I made. And people were like, can I buy it? And I was like, uh, I'm, okay. And I don't give things to auctions and things like that for this reason. But every single time I do, somebody else, multiple people will buy another painting. So wow. I don't give for that reason, but it helps. So it's not like I'm upset about it. But so I just thought if I can go in 60 days from not knowing how to do anything with with regard to painting, framing, getting in a gallery, anything to making over six thousand dollars like other people can, too. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I built the course out with a friend of mine. She helped me because that was an all new platform for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to call it amateur to earning artist. And if people don't really want to use it to do the earning part, you don't have to. You can skip the marketing parts. Mm -hmm. But I did. And I thought, why not share that with other people? Because it's not like we're going to give away all of our blessings. God's going to go, well, that was all I had for you. So, you know. <laughs> right. So, Well, I'll tell you the thing that uh, I always heard growing up was the starving artist. You, yeah. know, you would see the artist up in New York on yeah. the sidewalk trying to sell their artwork and nobody would ever buy it. Yeah. And here you are. You know, yeah. you're just painting and people are buying your artwork. So, yeah. I mean, I think you've got a skill that definitely you could share with everybody. So do you teach people how to paint or you just teach them how to sell their paints, Both. paintings? So we do two botanical paintings in the course and then we do the marketing part because I, I did pay for a class that was called the Million Dollar Course mm -hmm. and it was telling you how to build a course and then how to market it. And so in that, she was talking about how you have to use 30 hashtags and you have to use the ones that are trending the most. And so this is how you find those and I was like these things are pretty key people need to know this and a mm -hmm. lot of people don't know that you know mm -hmm. and so I thought even just these little teeny nuggets got my paintings in some algorithm in front of people that wanted to spend some money on art you mm -hmm. know so why not share that with other people so your your fame to success you think or your path to success really started with showing it to people right yeah. so mm -hmm. you painted and then you just kind of showed it to yeah. friends and family yeah and then from there you went to events yeah so I've, I've done a couple of events but for the most part the the people that are buying from me are either buying it from a gallery which that one gallery that reached out really was a little bit of the way that I was propelled and it was actually a realtor group to Reinhardt in um, Rock Hill mm -hmm. And it was the art on the corner downtown and the fact that they reached out to me, like their curator, and I even saw the curator name in the, the email and I was like, this person is knows what art is supposed to look, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's yeah, astonishing. But so they either buy it from there. Like I haven't done a um, retail thing on my website yet. I hadn't mm -hmm. had to. I think at the end of March, I have a whole ton of paintings coming out of several galleries and restaurants and things like that. I think I'll have to have some kind of a retail storefront for a minute or mm -hmm. otherwise we're not going to have any space in our house. <laughs> but for now, it's just been a couple of events and galleries and just 
people buying from online on my Facebook and mm. stuff. So did you start with, so how did the curator find you? Was it on Facebook? Did you post it on Instagram? I didn't have any ads running. I ran ads after I did my course and I didn't get anything back from them. Mm. So I found that the organic way that I did it worked fine. And I tell people that like, don't spend the money. If you don't have to spend the money, try it this way first. And mm-hmm. it may be that you have to, but you know, he found me, he said, <laughs> I had um, York County, um, York County artists, local York County artists hashtags. And the people that found me from Bell Magazine found me from the hashtags. Yeah, that green bill. So it's you got to find the ones in your area that people are following the most. Mm -hmm. And it'll be by the millions and sometimes billions. You never know. But you figure it out. And there's a a program or an Excel spreadsheet that I just put in there. And I'm like, let's use the 30 top ones. Wow. And then they find you. Yeah. Are you using AI? You know, that's so popular now. I haven't done that yet. (laughs) I sort of want to try it. I did it just for some funny stuff like to show my husband like what you can build recipes and stuff. (laughs) But I haven't done that yet for my paintings. But I've heard that you can go on and ask it to describe your paintings and uh-huh. I'm really scared and excited to do that <laughs> maybe maybe it's going to have your friends and family's uh interpretation of how great it is right right you gotta hope you gotta hope it's not like this is a first graders for, you know which I don't know some of the stuff I see from these first graders better than anything I could do well, look, if uh, Hunt, Hunter Biden can sell his portraits for millions of dollars, yes. they say, looks like a first grader. You should be able, I'm, I'm looking at some of your artwork. It should be selling for a lot of money. So I think your course pricing was amazing. Oh, I, did, I wasn't you. sure what all it entailed, but uh, I, I love to dabble a little bit in painting. Mm. I am definitely not an artist, but, you know, who knows? Maybe I take your class and uh, yes. I'm selling my artwork as well, right? You might. You really <laughs> might. And, and there's a mini course on there now. It's only like $19. And it's less of the marketing stuff. So if you're not interested in you know, really getting into that in depth on that piece. The painting stuff is just, it. it's really easy. And if somebody, if somebody just shows you how to use the tools and which ones go with what, you know, because mm-hmm. I find out the hard way, a lot of things don't mix mm-hmm. and a lot of things are water soluble and you don't know until you've ruined an entire painting. <laughs> you know, there's just little things that I found out from that class I took, you mm. know? Well, I took one class one time and it was really funny because, you know, they, you know, the artist stood up and she painted for us, you know, she kind of led the group. It was a group of us. Right. And then we tried to duplicate her painting. Yeah. And the one thing that she told me, and I, I'll always remember this is she said, you know what, the worst, the best thing you can do is if you go home and you hate it is paint the whole thing white and start over. Start over. And I thought that was the greatest yes. bit of advice that made me feel comfortable painting because I was like, you know what? It's not a forever painting it's for me. It's not. So I can go home and start all over again. I, I've, I've wondered so many times since I took that course and painted over so many things like the Mona Lisa. How many layers are on that? <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like right. something like that. It didn't happen the very first time he picked up his I just brush. can't imagine. I, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe he was maybe. talented. But I thought that was pretty cool. So people who are listening to us today, tell me, would are, are you... Do you want people to contact you to buy your artwork? Do you want people to go check out your classes or a little bit of both? I mean, a little bit of both. And so, like I said, I don't have a retail storefront, so you can just follow me at Carrie Ray Paints. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and I always post whenever I get a painting finished. And I have a ton of them at the Cartwright Food Hall. We have a um, oh. gallery or like an artist reception tonight. I have nine there. Um, and there's one at a new restaurant called Coop's Corner in uh, Greenville. They're just like kind of everywhere. So if you follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you'll see where all they are. 
Um, and then the courses, obviously, the mini courses like popped up on CarrieRayPaints.com right now. So mm-hmm. if you go on that website, I just I'm built my website, so don't laugh at it. I'm not. <laughs> it looks that great. <laughs> it looked good. I was on your site. So what's the difference between the mini course and the regular course? The regular course would have more of the marketing. So if somebody said, I really just want to learn how to paint to you know fill some of my free time and to relieve some stress, because it really doing things with your hand moves your brain and the chemicals in your brain. You know, physiologically things change and you go to a better space where you're not worrying Mm -hmm. and I'm not the smartest person about that but I do know it works and so you go and do something with your hands or whatever so the mini course would be plenty for you if that's all you want to do but if you think afterwards I'd really like to figure out how she started selling these then the other course has got Mm -hmm. more of that in there. Now, I've heard a lot of autistic children, they like them to paint. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Art therapy is a huge thing. There's mm -hmm. all even, now there's like a neuro, I can't remember what they call it, some kind of a neuro art thing, but it's a specific type of art that people are doing that is really proven to create new neural pathways for Mm -hmm. people. So I'm thinking, I mean, art can do all of these things for you and you can have beautiful things in your home or beautiful gifts to give people or whatever. Mm -hmm. So why not, you know, dive in? Yeah. Now, can you can you duplicate your own work? So if you do a do a piece and someone else says, oh, I want that piece. Do you so you're it's a everything is a one of a kind. So I actually had a lady from Boston order three paintings for me based on one that I painted for my friend. And this was five months ago. I haven't done it yet. I cannot figure out how I did it. And I just keep apologizing to her. And she's like, it's okay. I'm not in a rush. And I'm like, I just don't know. Because one of the things I would say is it's don't take a commission until you're really good. Because right now, if somebody orders a commission from me, it stresses me out. And then I send them pictures of it. And they're like, oh, that's nice. And I'm like, (laughs) but is it complete? You know? Mm -hmm. And so it's really stressful. So I say way down the line, when you're really into your own and you know what your style is, then take them. But yeah, I I can't to this day duplicate that painting. She wanted three like it, and I have no idea how I did it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, but I think that's pretty cool that it's a one of a kind. So I know if I'm hanging a Carrie Ray. You know, picture in my home, portrait in my home. It's yours. Yeah, Yeah. nobody else is going to have one hanging in their house, right? (laughs) Right. And it might not be done the right way. And like an actual artist with training might be like, that doesn't go that way. But if people like it, to me, that's the success, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, why do you think there's so many pictures when you go into, you know, a store to buy? You know, if you walk into a store that sells photos, there's millions of them all along the wall. And the reason why they have millions is because everybody's taste is different. They are. They're so different. And so, you know, it's kind of like, you know, something you like might not work well in my home. Right. It might not be my color scheme. Right. My style. Yeah. But, you know, that's great. I found even right now, my home is sort of that um, shabby chic farm country type thing and none of my paintings go (laughs) so they're either in my studio where I'm painting or Mm -hmm. we're just having to sell them and so until I can get a space that they are suited to it'd be like you know a sign that says eat and gather and then something this abstract and it just doesn't go (laughs) (laughs) now do you find I'm, I'm a little bit of a OCD kind of person so when I start a hobby I buy you know every single product that goes with that hobby and then all of a sudden I got a room full so I mean do you find yourself that way with paints and you know we both talked about going between two towns so both of my studios are full of the exact same materials (laughs) because for a while I was carrying it back and forth but the more I did like you said bought every kind of paint that you could buy gouache watercolor oil acrylic (laughs) all of it um it was too much to carry back and forth so now I order two and so, yeah, and I feel like hopefully I stick with this for a long time and it's something that I, you know, get my money's worth out of it. But 
Otherwise, there's going to be a Goodwill with a whole entire palette <laughs> of paint one day. Now, do you have any children? I do. I have a 29-year-old son and an 11-year-old son. So, so they will decide whether they want to carry on mom's tradition. Either, are either of them painters? No, they're not. My son did really do a great job painting a trout, and um, the older one. And then the younger one, he did like an abstract football painting for his dad. And I helped him along with that. But neither one of them are like, I'd really just love to do this. And I would love it if they did. And you know what scares me is thinking... Thinking about the fact, like, I may pass on one day and they'll be like, I don't know what to do with all these paintings, you know? Like, aren't they well, something for you? Well, hopefully there's so much money in them, they're not going to donate those to Goodwill. <laughs> Maybe the paint and the brushes, but your photos are, like, going yeah. out for sale. You know, yeah. they'll be like, we're rich because of Mama's paintings. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. speak it. <laughs> well, for those of you who are listening, uh, I don't think we actually said it, but Carrie is in both Rock Hill part-time and yeah. in Greenville. So you yeah. guys need to look for her in both of those locations for yes. sure. So what, you know, one of the things I like to do, Carrie, is on our podcast is we want to talk about your business. And, you know, at, at the end, I want to talk about how people can reach out and, and, and get in touch with you. But what I really like to do at the last part of the show is really encourage those entrepreneurs who are out there. And you are definitely an encourager with the courses that you're creating and, you know, the yeah. way that you're telling people, hey, you can do what I've done. You can. But, you know, if you had someone out there who's really kind of struggling right now and they're saying, you know, gosh, I've been doing this for three years and mine hasn't blown up. You right. know, I'm, I'm ready to quit. I'm just, just going to throw the towel in. What would you right. say to those people? Well, I would say, like, for one, don't give up because you never know. The breakthrough might be God's plan was the next day mm. and you stopped and you didn't give him that opportunity. So you never know because your breakthrough might be right around the corner and then you give it all up and you missed it. Mm. So I'm always ready for that to happen, for it to be that suddenly I do blow up and I am famous and I always speak it because God says you speak it, you know, and, and like mm -hmm. you believe it. And so I would tell them not to give up at all because you never know. And then also... Don't be like one of those people that waits until they feel ready to do the next big thing mm -hmm. because you 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 need to do it really scared of it and really thinking this may not happen, but believe it anyway. You know, like don't wait until the day you feel like, okay, now I'm ready because that day may never come. Mm -hmm. So I did it not ready. I own another company with with somebody else and I'm busy and my life is is a lot of chaos and a lot of stress sometimes. And I was like, I don't have time to pick up a hobby. So if I would have waited, I would have never known that it's actually something that's really good for me financially and mentally. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's allowed me to share a lot with a lot of um, nonprofit organizations and things like that. So I didn't wait till I was ready. I did it thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to fit this in. I have yeah. no idea how this is going to come to fruition, but I did it anyway. Yeah. Scared, you know, worried about it. And then it just happened. So you had success pretty quick, but I mean, have you had obstacles in, in your journey that, that you wanted to quit that you've overcome? So I will say my biggest obstacle, it, it almost makes me cry saying it, so I'm going to try not to, but my biggest obstacle and roadblock is me mm. because I'm like, there's no way that this is that good. It's because I have a lot of friends. It's because people like me. It's because I'm kind. And they're probably going to stick it in their closet or their bathroom or something. And they're just going to make me feel good or whatever. Um, and when the gallery reached out, I was like, the guy that owns the Reinhardt Realty in Rock Hill, like, lives down the road from me. He's probably just being kind. And then when Bell Magazine reached out, I'm like, she probably just knows I have a lot of friends in Greenville. Like, I, I gave everything a reason why oh. it would be except that I was talented. And so it's really hard. Like, it's one of those things that I'll speak it. Over and over until one day I believe it. I am an artist. I am an artist, you mm. know? So I, I've been my biggest obstacle, and a lot of people won't share their art 
for the exact same reason. And I'd say just share it. Because, you know, like you said, there's going to be some that are going to be your style and there's going to be some that are my style. And there's going to be some that we both might look at and go, oh, I don't really get it. Yeah. But somebody buys that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, look at look at the Hunter Biden. You know, everybody makes fun of they said it looks like third grade work, but people paid millions of dollars for that artwork. Absolutely. So, you know, just just because you don't think it's worthy doesn't mean right. it's not. Right. You know, definitely yeah. put it out there. Yes. I yes. mean, I know I, I don't want to do uh, portraits because I draw stick people. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we're not going to go that way. We're no gonna one's go gonna, No one's going to buy my stick people. So I'm going to do something different for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's important, too, with art. There's all these different kinds of art. So, yes. you know, you may do portraits or you may, you know, you may do abstract. I mean, yeah. there's different types of art. Oh, so. sure. My husband's ex-wife and I are good friends, Heather, and um, her dad is an artist, and he's a realistic painter. So he's like houses and cars, and he said, I don't know how you do it. And I said, I don't know how you do it, because nobody can look at my painting and say, that doesn't really look like a... We don't know what it's supposed to look like, do you? So you can't say that. Right. But if somebody said, paint my car and I got the wheel wrong, then I got it wrong. Right. But you can't say I got it wrong, you know? What <laughs> do you know? I don't even know well, what it was supposed to look like. Well, show our guests okay. and tell us a little bit about what you did and what you used. You've got a couple okay. of... Uh... Yep. These are both acrylic paint and then some acrylic ink. And they're both just sort of... Um, I did this one while I was teaching an online Zoom class. They're both just sort of, let's just make a messy background and then drop some ink and paint all around until I like the way the colors go together and the composition comes together. And they say um, art is never finished. It's just abandoned. So this is where I abandoned these two. Oh. Um, but yeah, so uh, this one is sold. I'm actually delivering it tomorrow. And That's beautiful. Yeah, so... Just so what if, so what if you're not good at mixing colors? I mean, do you just learn that as you go along the way? <laughs> so it's funny you should say that because I'm not really into the mixing of the colors yet, but I took a course from Betty Franks and I'm going to start trying to mix my own. So it's like there are so many colors out there now that only like a top tier artist or curator would know that you're using all stock colors. There's just huh. so many. Yes. But I am, I took a class and I am going to start mixing my own colors because that's when people do start saying, oh, that's a Carrie Ray original because they see the colors that you came up with and oh. then it becomes something that's familiar. So all of these are hundred percent just stock right out of the bottle or whatever, but there's so many of them mm -hmm. that, like I said, somebody super talented and artsy would be like, yeah, those are all kind of just stock colors, nothing special, but you know, everybody's got to start somewhere. But if you're not an artist to me, I'm saying, Oh, I love all the colors. Under right. <laughs> right. Right out of the bottle. <laughs> right. Right out of the bottle. Yep. But it was right out of the bottle in your creation. Right. Sure. And nobody yeah. else is going to have that creation. Right. Or nobody else may mix all those colors together that you mix. Right. right. You know, yeah. put them on the same, on the same canvas. Yes. So are you painting on canvas or so are I these... am now? And, and it's funny because in the beginning I have a lady that I met through one of the groups with the course we took and we started, both of us started in April and we both were like, I will never paint on a canvas. That is insane. That's giant. No way I'm doing that. And now we're both like, I can't believe we ever painted on a nine by 12 <laughs> piece of paper. It's like, you just kind of have to get warmed up to it, you know? <laughs> now, what about your course? Would your course be good for kids or is it really more of an adult course? So I think that the painting, just the skills would 100% be fine. And then the marketing piece, obviously, you could skip over. But it's all about this is how you use the brushes. This is what the brush should look like if you want it to be like a straight line. Or if you want to do this kind of a stroke, you'll use this brush. So it's all going to be readily like um, absorbed by any age. Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be as much fun, but now you just gave me an idea. And I feel like I should give you a piece of this, but I don't see a lot of 
kids' painting courses online. Yeah. Well, my granddaughter has always, and my grandson, I have two children, grandchildren who are very artistic. And so I have oh. tried to encourage that throughout their childhood. Yeah. So every time they come to my house, one of the things that I do is we always go to the store and they get a new color of paint. And so Yay. I have all of these bottles of paint hundreds of them yes. and they get a they get a bottle of paint and a new brush nice. so they get all these different fancy brushes that I'm looking at the price and I'm going this is ridiculous it for is. a paintbrush but it is. Um, and then I have both paper and canvas for them and I'll I just tell them that. you know I've got some I, I pulled some out the other day my granddaughter is 13 and I pulled it out the other day and I said I've got some of your pictures that you painted when you were five and she was oh. like Mimi you kept those I was like yes because oh, forever they'll they'll be my forever and you know when you get older I'll, you know I've got the age and the yes. date and everything written on the back so I, oh. I mean some of them are just blobs of paint, all colors mixed That's together. That's okay. But, Those are precious. But kids, I think you would be amazed if you did a kids program. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like I should have to share a percentage of that with you because oh. <laughs> I'm going to do it. There's zero question. I have the platform. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, with the kids, like, those are core memories. So when I do get either, like, my 29-year-old or my 11-year-old to paint with me, those are things that at, long after we're gone, mm -hmm. long after they even know where those paintings are, they'll be like, oh, me and my grandmother, or me and my mom, or yeah. whatever. Those are core memories. It's so, like, art brings people together in so many ways. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think since COVID, you know, I, I really stick to that. Since COVID, so many people are struggling um, you know, emotionally and, you know, kids today don't really talk on the telephone. That's right. And so I think this is a great way for kids to communicate and to get their feelings out. Yes. So, so yeah, you need to think about that. Yes. <laughs> All right. So tell me if people want to follow you and we've showed them some of your artwork, how, how can people reach out to you if they want to get your information? Okay. Yes. So you spell my name C-A-R-I. So it's Carrie Ray Paints. And it's all one word on Instagram and on Facebook. Or you can just follow me on my regular Facebook, too. It's Carrie Ray, so C-A-R-I and then R-A-Y. And then my website is CarrieRayPaints.com. Mm. So I'm on TikTok, but I'm not really that familiar yet. So it's going to be a little <laughs> bit, you know, dicey for a little bit. But people say that's really where you're going to get yeah. some more buyers. So I'm going to have to probably delve into that a little more. Yeah, I'm telling you, TikTok is huge. I have a, uh, I also own a women's boutique and, and, I have a whole section on my website, uh, my clothing boutique, that says TikTok approved because Good. younger people are buying all of their clothes. They're doing everything off of TikTok. So I think your stuff would really blow up on TikTok for I sure. Try it. that out. I think that's important. <sighs> okay. All right. So we all need to follow Carrie. And then um, the other thing I wanted to tell y'all is talk a little bit about Get Local. Get Local is we feature all these local hidden gems in uh, the upstate. So I hope you guys will reach out to me if you are a business owner and you'd like to be featured. We also have all kinds of resources available for small local businesses from coaching to courses. Uh, we do corporate training. We'd love to come out and feature. Um, we'd love to come out and help you, but also feature you on our podcast. I also want to talk a little bit about 864 Sound. We are, we love them. You guys need to reach out to them. Uh, Brandon Higginbotham is the owner and 864 Sound has original music, music production, sound design, voiceovers, podcasting, audio repair, mixing and mastering, and live sound. You've got to come check out the studio. You guys need to reach out to them. They're on Facebook, uh, and you can always call Brandon at 864-414-5560. So we just love Brandon and 864 Sound. Carrie, I am so excited that you came today. Thank I love you. uh, your artwork. I may have to buy that piece that you hadn't sold yet. <laughs> hanging up in my home but um we just we, we are so thankful that you came today thank we're looking you. forward to the next podcast thank you guys for following us thank please you. watch on all of your favorite podcast 
outlets. And then also we have YouTube videos so you can watch us there as well. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye-bye.